there is this negative connotation. Oh, I'm just coping. I'm just getting through. But you're getting through. And thank you to coping for doing that. Let's cope. Let's cope. <laughs> I'm going to be like crazy loud. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Welcome to Father's Tin Man. And Scarecrow. Where two different priests with two different personalities give two perspectives. I'm Father Nathan Hall. And I am Father Ryan Kelp. Again, uh, Father's Tin Man and Scarecrow are about two different priests. Again, one leads with his head. That is myself. And one leads with his heart. And I think that can really help us understand and kind of just unpack things. So for you people out there who are like, I don't understand heart people, or you people out there who are like, I don't understand head people. Nerds. Let's let us rally. Um, Yeah, we're here for you. All right. So our today, our theme is going to be let's cope. Let's cope. Let's cope. Um, Yes, you heard right. Cope. C-O-P-E. So Father Kelp, um, why... Why do you think like having coping skills or being able to cope is important in this day and age? Yeah, I think we're going to unpack this a little bit today, right? I I think coping, at least in some people's minds, I think in my mind, it almost has like a negative connotation. Oh, sure. Like I'm just coping, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I think we'll unpack that a little bit, but a little bit today, but you know, we look at our world and we look at our lives and we look at being human and living in a fallen world. And there's a lot of stuff that causes um, emotional distress and there are stressors and there are difficulties and there are things that can be overpowering in our lives. And so having um, just some tools in our back pocket mm-hmm. um, and how to really uh, come back to to the Lord, ultimately, it's mm-hmm. coming back to Jesus, yep. ultimately is what it is, but to, to really not lose our peace. And so having some of these kind of like practical tools and, and learning how our own stuff and our own past can affect the, the, the our triggers and the things that, that cause this anxiety in our hearts is really important. So that self-knowledge, but then also like learning the things that really help us to not lose our peace is important. As well. Sure. I love that. That's absolutely perfect. And just maybe a side note, it's Important to note that we are not trained counselors. We, 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 we've had, again, basic training in seminary to identify. I think one of the best things in seminary, uh, not only the interesting things of like anti-personality disorders or just how people process, um, I, I've, I'll get into it kind of in my section, but about coping skills that they, they gave us. And, you know, it's almost like I forgot about it until I had to teach others about it, but I'll kind of get into that. So we're not going to talk about the kind of the full academic. This is more of the, of, of the day-to-day like level of pastoral counseling and spiritual direction, like dealing with your current situation in order to get to Christ, who can then be the way, the truth, and the life in response to whatever you are going through. So, so to cope is, is a beautiful thing. And I love how you brought up Father Ryan that there is this negative connotation. Oh, I'm just coping. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting through. But you're getting through. Mm-hmm. And thank you to coping for doing that. So that's great. So um, in order to start off, let's just start with a question that um, Father Ryan has no idea what we're going secret. to say. A secret. It's a secret question. So, um, you know, coping is being able to um, process, right, and, and deal through. So one of the things I think we all need as humans is rest. 
Mm-hmm. And, that, and that can be good. So I, love resting. I was going to ask you, um, what has been or what is your perfect vacation? My perfect vacation? Oh, my lighter. I, I will say, like, in the three episodes we've done, I, I do enjoy asking these. And you are genuinely delighted. I love it. I'm very excited. Um, my perfect vacation. Okay, so I am a kind of guy, when I go on vacation, some people just like to sit, right? And just, like, I'm just vegging and doing nothing. I can do that for about a day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, a couple mornings. But I'm like, I need to go do stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, So I, I, I've i never been on a cruise, but I feel like and people are always like, oh, there's so much to do. Don't worry, you wouldn't be bored. But I'm like, I feel like I would be trapped and scared on a boat. Anyways, so my perfect vacation, you know, if you're going big vacation, mm. or I think I have two I have two categories of vacation. Okay, okay, I'm loving it. To sound super extra. <laughs> uh, two uh, categories of vacations. Like I would, like in the summer, I uh, I would, I love just having a cabin by a lake and being able to like go out and go water skiing or um, just be out on the water. Like mm. that is a great vacation for me. You know, awesome. go back, read, read a book, celebrate mass, do those things, but then also have activities. I need like that, that good balance of things. Perfect. Okay? Yeah. So I like that. Um, but then if you're talking like bigger vacations, like I love going to see new places. Okay. okay. So yeah. I have a, a really hard time going back to like spending money to go back to a place I've already been to. You're not going to vacation in Philadelphia? Well, I do love Philadelphia. <laughs> it's America's best city. Um, and uh, I would go back there. But I'm, I'm going to That's go where over. you went to seminary just so yeah, people can. Yeah. Four years. Great people. Um so, but if I am going to go overseas, I want to go someplace new. Okay. So I like seeing new things. I love that. Oh, that is so good. Um, for me, I love how you started off with some people are like, I just sit and veg. And uh, while you can do that one day, I think my ratio is more three to one. Mm. Um, literally went on kind of my, so first of all, I am one that um, I, I have my vacation friend, essentially. So a, a priest in Connecticut and I, um, we're on the same page when it comes to that, where it's like two or three days of just sitting, relaxing. And then it's like, hey, we should do something. It's like, yeah, that sounds good. Um, you know, watching TV shows from the 90s and 2000s, uh, cooking. Uh, this last time we like got Nickelodeon, like or? Nickelodeon. No, <laughs> Trying to, yeah, so just <laughs> randomly Nickelodeon shows. Um, you just like got Dawson's slammed. Creek? Yeah, that's the exact one. <laughs> um, no, 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 just kind of older because comedy was different back then. Oh. Um, so uh, we went and actually got an Airbnb, a cabin out in Colorado. So the beautiful scene. So like we could pray, just go outside, outside of my window. There was one holy hour where I just kind of sat on my bed and looked out the window. Mm-hmm. I was like, Cause there's a beautiful mountain range right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but every third day we went out, uh, Denver, uh, Boulder, uh, we went to a gold mine and mill. Mm. So, uh, you know, did you pan for gold? We actually did. Yeah. And so I got, yeah. uh, mm. oh, it's, it's so much fun. So I got that for Christmas present for, for some people, but, but that was my ideal vacation where it's just like, I, I got my friend, um, but we can definitely go separately. Um, slower masses, um, holy hours, just a slower pace. 
Um, but then going to see the, the beauty of nature as well. Um, and I learned a lot at that gold mine and mill. Mm-hmm. If we learned something, we went, uh, when we in vacation in Arizona, we went to the MIM, the Musical Instrument Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, highlights. Really? Yeah, that was, it was amazing. So, Do you know what else is in Arizona? What? Scottsdale? No. Uh, I think it was in Scottsdale. The pinball music? No, that's in Vegas. Just kidding. Dang it. But, the but I'm all about is... pinball, too. A buddy of mine got me you into that. You can go and just play all the old pinball machines. Ah, why didn't I know about this? Well, next Vegas, vacation. Vegas, head there. <laughs> Vegas for the, pin, for the pinball machine. <laughs> very priestly. That does sound very uh, virtuous. It is, it is more virtuous. I think that's great. All right. So um, what we're going to do is maybe just kind of... Um, get into this we we cope for the sake of ultimately coming back to our lord like to acknowledge our situation acknowledge that it's hard and that's the thing it's like too many people are just like you know if i'm suffering i'm not i'm not praying right or something it's like no um like tough situations are a part of life the point of christianity is not like i'm not suffering mm-hmm. but it's like what's your response to the suffering it's it's why you know as a catholic i'm very i'm very happy that we kept the corpus like the body of christ on the cross it's like this is the point not just the cross or just um kind of redeemed or the gospel prosperity but suffering is a big part of of what we believe that it is it can be redemptive and it is good but um it's beautiful to kind of get into this so the reason why we're talking about coping skills which is important is that if you don't have them I think, Father Ryan, you know people who don't have coping skills. Um, on a basic level, it affects humans kind of with exhaustion, anxiety, depression, and then ultimately like numbness. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know if you've ever felt that out there, um, any of these levels. But I have felt that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, not with me, <laughs> but, but yes. But but in general, like, haven't we all felt these different levels? And And then we can kind of stop and say, like, Oh, I might not be coping well. Um, a perfect example is um, when I taught morality uh, to juniors and we would talk about physician-assisted suicide. There was a great video, a testimony from a, a young woman named Claire uh, from New Zealand. And Claire, she got into a car accident and broke her neck. And so she lost mobility. Um, she... So in the end, she talked about very, you know, very reverent with her story, but she talked about she attempted to end her life four times. And then a physician started to tell her about physician-assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. And But to come out of that, she met someone who said, look, the problem isn't your broken neck. The problem is you don't have the skills to cope. And so now her testimony is like, I, I love my life. I, you know, she doesn't have rich wrist functions. Uh, triceps, lower body, but she enjoys her life because she is finally able to unpack what she's been through and acknowledge it as as a hardship, but then draw the goodness from it. So, you know, that's what happens when you don't have coping skills. And then, you know, the next part is like with poor coping skills, what do a lot of humans do? We escape. Mm-hmm. We escape escapism, escape the pain in a lot of unhealthy ways too, you know, sure. things that could even be be sinful that just compound things worse. You know, Jesus always taught that, you know, it's not that sin is on my list, therefore it's bad. Um, it's bad and therefore that's why that's on my list. Like 
Um, these things are going to hurt you people. And that's why I'm naming them sin, just to kind of help protect. So people cope with sin when they don't have the healthy skills. So I think this is just a a good topic for today. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I think when we're talking about you know, coping and, and, and healthy versus not healthy and, and all those things. And, uh, you know, one of the principles is just being able to like give yourself permission to feel what you feel. Right. Mm, yes. So when we're trying Step to just, one. when we're not avoid, when we, when you're trying to avoid our feelings, things can get really out of whack. Right. And so then emotions come to us and, and feelings, you know, come to us, we are affected by them. And so they're, they're, it's important to be able to feel those things and mm. acknowledge those things, your thoughts and your feelings and your desires. Mm. Um, that's really important. Um, without that, it's it's impossible to um, share anything with God, number one, in prayer. Yeah. But also to just even acknowledge what's going on. And, and, and Satan just like loves that. And he yeah. can get in there and mm-hmm. twist everything up when we kind of feel something but ignore it or we just uh, aren't really acknowledging what's going on in our heart. Yeah. And I, and I think that's so good. And maybe that might even be like a, before we get into like um, the next part, like, I love how you said, acknowledge your thoughts, feelings, and desires. Could you just unpack that a little bit mm-hmm. of like, how could that be helpful when you feel a jumble? Mm-hmm. Why, why is that helpful? Do you think? Well, I don't know about you, but um, sometimes, you know, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm like, 15 again and you're like i have all these emotions all these (laughs) things i'm hungry and angry and i don't know you know and you can feel like a really you imagine this image of like a like a ball of yarn that's just all twisted up and and it's not like a nicely uh, wrapped ball of yarn it's very tangled right and you're just like i don't even know what's happening and sometimes it's really hard when we're in that state um to even like put begin to put words to yes. what what we're experiencing, right? And so when we're in that state, it's it's really easy to just kind of just like just sit in it or to ignore it. Neither mm-hmm. of which is is helpful or healthy. Yep. And so when I'm able to to begin to just put words, like I actually have a I have like a sheet of emotions. Yeah. That, that like spell out different words under like big categories, like big category sad, and then they'll yeah. be like you know more descriptive words underneath sure. and in different categories of mild, immediate, and strong because putting words to something yes. is really powerful and can like unlock pieces of our heart, you know? And when we can name the thing that we're actually thinking or that we're actually feeling or that we're actually desiring, um, it, what it does is it brings it to the light, yes. right? And we know that things in the light, like said uh, Satan no longer has power over them. Mm. And so this really does help us to acknowledge that, to put words to it. Um, and so, yeah, just your thoughts, like, what are you thinking about? Your feelings, like, yeah, what are those emotions? Or, or even just, even to pause and ask the question, what am I actually feeling right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then desires are usually a, a, usually a level deeper of just like, and what, mm. am, I, what am I desiring in this? Yeah. Um, and there might be surface level of desires, but often there are like things that are underneath because sometimes the thing that we're annoyed about or sad about or whatever is isn't the actual thing that correct. Nice. I, I absolutely love that. And I always, you know, after teaching, cause you teach juniors as well. I do. I teach yes. them. So, uh, I'm done teaching. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm still teaching. I heard it's, it's wonderful. My, my kids are great. Yeah, they are great. Uh, if they ever hear, um, but, but yeah, so one of the best things that I kind of read, um, from a counselor was that, 
women might have that skill in order to understand that they're upset a lot easier and a lot quicker than men do. Men, sometimes we don't know we're upset till we're crying or punching. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's at that step that if you can kind of build that in to start checking in with yourself, as you said, you don't avoid feelings. If anything, like check in with yourself in order to start. You have to do that in order to start this process of do I need to start coping with something or do I need to start unpacking? What are my thoughts, my feelings, desires? And I, and I love how you put that because those three things are different. And a lot of times I really do have more thoughts than I do feelings or desires. And it's great to just kind of list these thoughts, dismiss the lies, affirm the truth. Um, that can be very helpful for people who have a lot of thoughts. Um, and then feelings you just can kind of delve deeper into, which is absolutely beautiful. So, so yeah, so in general, this is a much needed topic. And I think hopefully that kind of preamble can be helpful to some people just to, you know, start with step one. Are you upset? Mm. <laughs> How are you upset? Why are you upset? That can be a, a beautiful step one. So, um, so Father Ryan, so once things do get bad and you acknowledge that you are in a situation that is instilled suffering or you're going through something, how have you coped in a healthy way or what do your coping skills kind of look, what do they look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, when it comes to this, this coping, it, like you said, there's so many things that we can, um, turn to and grasp for that are unhealthy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think, you know, we know, um, maybe a, a good criterion between like the, the, the healthy coping mechanisms and the unhealthy ones are, uh, maybe oversimplified, but like, it, does this coping mechanism result in a hangover? Right? Oh, and, okay. not, and not only like yeah. an actual physical hangover, obviously with like alcohol, but uh, in a spiritual or emotional hangover, those or relationships, or relational. Will I hurt a relationship? Yeah. Yes, be it with things. God, be it with each other, be yeah. with whatever. Yeah. And, be, and by hangover, I guess I just mean like, I feel okay for a while. And then I feel worse after, right. There's a continual downward spiral. Um, and so what are the ways that I found that are, that are healthy for me? You know, oftentimes like, you know, I'm doing this check-in and, and, and every day, like this is how I start off my day with my, mm. with my holy hour of just like, um, what are my thoughts and my feelings, my desires? What am I feeling? What am I anxious about? You know, looking mm. at my day and work, looking at uh, maybe the day previous day sure. as well. Like what are the, these things that are, that are coming up? And, um, and so, you know, obviously prayer is a, is a super important part of all of this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to not to over-spiritualize it, but oftentimes when I can put names to these things and communicate them with the Lord um, and and actually share that with Jesus, then, then the question is like, how is Jesus towards me? How does he seem oh. towards me as I tell him this? Mm-hmm. Which helps to um, bring light to some of these things, mm-hmm. to recognize where the lies are, like you said, to recognize where the truth is and to recognize where Jesus is. Um, and so, I mean, I think that is like my overarching sure. Like, thing that that comes into play here and and along with that like i notice in my in my in myself when i'm feeling off um often a question i ask myself is how long has it been since i've been to confession oh praise the lord because uh, <laughs> it's like i'm like usually when i'm feeling really angsty it's like uh yeah it's been over your normal two weeks or whatever yeah. you know yeah. and um so not to over spiritualize things but those are obviously key components of our life and so yeah. um, but other ways of of just um coping one of my biggest things is the power of of pausing um 
Power of pause. The power of the pause. Can you please write a book? <laughs> power of the pause. I think someone did. Oh, dang. Called pause or something. But uh, the power of the pause, like, of just can I, okay, I'm feeling frazzled, I'm feeling whatever, and all of these things are obviously connected, but can I just pause for 5, 10, 15 minutes mm. and, and do nothing, right? Mm. Um, and just to be. And um, there's something really powerful in that, and especially when you feel like you don't have time. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. You know, like, that has to be a part of our day. And so that can happen in big ways and in, and in small ways, and... Um, but one of my coping mechanisms is to pause and to pause. (laughs) Um, and and another one, I guess, like when I'm really feeling off is like that, that pause in the day and also like being able to step away and say like, I need to go outside and Mm -hmm. I need sunshine and I need, uh, to walk and I need to move and I need to, um, be able to do that, you know? And those are one of my, um, one of my biggest ways that, Sure. Um, yeah, because what it does is it actually connects me to reality. <laughs> yes. Um, and to the present moment. And um, just something about feeling sunshine on your face and being able to actually like cognizantly call to mind that I am feeling this right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is really powerful. Yeah. Um, and helps me to just like, yeah, be in the present moment, which is where we encounter God and to communicate some of these things in my heart to him. Now, and I love, well, the sunshine thing is fascinating because uh, I think it was this week or two weeks ago, a YouTube video kind of started me on that track of how important sunshine is. And then I was kind of uh, reading a follow-up article on essentially getting sunlight to your ocular nerves, just like being outside. And even with your eyes closed, like that was the, the most powerful one is eyes closed, sun on your face, um, <clears throat> even for 10 minutes it just resets everything. Mm -hmm. It it is so, um, it is a physical encounter with the sun that kind of resets like, Hey, you're awake now. You know, that being a, a first step is like, Hey, you're awake now, start the day, um, energy levels build, um, you know, clears out some cortisol if you have like some anxiety going. So, so yeah. So it's amazing that you brought that up because there is a, physiological way that we are designed thank you lord um to experience things like sunshine or nature that are meant to be part of our coping mechanism like we have a human nature god designed it and he designed it to interact and you're going to out to get there i love i love that that's so good well thank you yeah, yeah awesome. i mean we're body soul right and so like yeah. these like very physical things are are, are important for us now connect yeah because we're moving towards you know in society we're mostly indoors you know especially yeah, i know but when i was in you know in my i mentioned it last time like in the cube like you're inside designing and then it's like fluorescent lights, fluorescent lights and uh, yeah you know get outside a little bit uh great uh so i know the ways that i cope might be a little a little different but hopefully like both of our styles can can help there but I was teaching juniors um, during and after COVID, and I noticed they weren't coping well. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not coping. And so our counselor was really good. And she had this sheet of like six different ways of just basic coping. And we're talking like the immediate, hey, you feel this way, do this. And, um, 
you know, I was reading this, I was explaining, I was equipping the kids with, um, you know, coping skills, asking them, there was, there was like a journaling section, like which one worked for you? And, um, so I was like, oh yeah, I better enter into this myself. And I was reading them, reading descriptions, trying them out. And the one that worked for me is called grounding. Mm. And it's exactly like what you hinted at as well is to remove yourself from the, the thoughts or the stress in and of itself and get in back into your body and back into your environment. So uh, you like doing holy hours in the morning. I'm an evening prayer. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it, what's wrong with you? I know that's most, well, most priests are get it in the morning and, um, which you can pray whatever you want. Thank you. I feel affirmed. I affirm that. Mm. Mm. Preach. Um, but yeah, grounding really is like you stop and you, Honestly, you start by looking around in your environment. Um, when I pray in the evening, especially with the sun setting, that kind of light shining on things is beautiful. So the golden hour, the golden hour, the magic, right? It's just like best photography, but the world just lights up in a different way. And it's to me, it's spiritual. It's like it's, you know, other people would say magical, but there's something non-natural almost about the evening. And um, I would notice that at the end of the day, oh, man, I'm stressed. And, uh, you know, especially as a guy, I would like kind of unfurl my brow and be like, how long has that been furrowed? Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, my my eyebrows are tired. It must have been hours. You so have, you have wrinkles. I do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> face for radio. Um, and so grounding is like I you look at your environment. Um, you touch the textures of things around like the, you know, the, the smooth table, um, the pew. Um, you know, you, you have the, the warmth of the sunlight. Um, do you ever think about, do you ever think about your feet touching the ground? Like how you can (laughs) consciously make yourself feel your feet touching the ground? No, they always are. But like, you can like make your brain do that. Oh, that's cool. Strange. That's like, that's like the same thing where you say that your tongue is too big for your mouth. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, have you heard that one? No, I just agreed with it, but I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, so um, that's one if you catch someone off guard, you just like go up to them and it's like, and so you start kind of, and you're like, do you know that your tongue is too big for your mouth? And then all of a sudden, all you can feel is your your tongue and you're like, you're right, I can't finish. (laughs) So I can't even talk anymore. (laughs) So try that out with someone. It it doesn't work for everyone, but sometimes you really mess with people. yeah, grounding is, is a big one for me. Are the rough tux, textures of the brick on the wall, um, you know, the warmth of your jacket. Um, but yeah, a little comfort uh, just to get out of your own head in the immediacy. So so if it is like, yeah, I am stressed, I'm strained, boom, what is in my environment? Well, I am, and what, what kind of other things are there? So sights, sounds, smells, I have some, you know, People have been stepping up their candle game lately, Ooh, you know, like, like mix of like cedar and sandalwood. Mm, and I have a local candle maker. Uh, same? Yeah. Really? Wahoo? No. No. Nebraska City. Oh, Nebraska City. Okay, there it is. Uh, there's your plug. Um, but yeah, so I would just say like, see if that's going to work for you. Get out of your head and into your back into your body in order to then go from there towards Christ to be able to unpack whatever situation that you are in. All right. So, Father Kalpa, we've kind of talked about why we need to cope, and we've talked about our own coping mechanisms. 
hopefully that can be beneficial to all of you out there. Um, again, uh, any last things to add, you think, or? I don't think so. Sure. I don't know. Do we do uh, do we do book plugs on here? Oh, do <laughs> it, please. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read this book the other day about um, called The Mindful Catholic by Father. Nope, not Father Doctor Gregory Botaro. Okay. Forward by Peter Craig, and uh, it was very good. But it talks a lot about these things. But about you know, one of the biggest things is just being able to stay in the present moment where we meet God and a lot of these coping mechanisms mm -hmm. help us to do that. Anyways, the book, I liked it. I recommend it and I've given it away already. There you go. I hope we, I mean, we're not going to get compensated, but at least, Hey, Dr. Uh, Botaro, uh, send us some money. $5, $5 for, for every viewer. All right. Listener. All right, we got 15 bucks. <laughs> you, me, oh, maybe uh, 20, like you, me, and our, our moms. Mom, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. All right, so um, awesome. Well, thank you very much. Please know of our prayers for all of you out there, and I hope you enjoyed our show for today. You, you cope in order so that it can lead to hope in the end, and I love it. Cope so, for hope. Cope for hope. That's dope. All right, and that's our show for today, and remember, use your head. Use your heart. Because God gave you both. Amen. <laughs>